Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. All of that. So for me, it was just a natural thing. Um, I started by getting myself um, this car, painted it red because it was a different color. I struggled a lot with the engine until I met my mechanic. Um, his name is Poison. And he said to me, for a girl, I suggest you get an engine called a multi-valve which is what I have now inside there. It's converted to an E36 engine um, and it's a 328. BMW um, E30 model, a lot of power. <laughs> I'm a mom. Um, I work I'm in human resource development at one of the insurance companies here in South Africa. And I'm also a student. I'm doing my third year at the University of Northwest in HR. So it's more just juggling. More than anything, it's just juggling everything. While I'm doing my books, my son is kind of like doing his homework as well, you know. It's, it, it really isn't easy at all, but I have been managing. My name is Malik Longwane. Um, I am the son of Danki Dali. I think it's kind of cool. I think it's awesome that, that she's spinning. I am very proud. I'm pretty excited. And my mom says that you can spin at any age. I so, so would love to teach other females, you know, how to spin or help them out if they come into the industry with the things that I struggled with. So I'd like to hold somebody's hand and say, this is what you do, this is how you do it. And when you get to a place, this is how it works. Because with me, I had no one. And I fumbled and I stumbled until I met my team and I got it right. With the advent of sponsorship, spinning is rapidly growing in popularity, both as a form of entertainment and as a competitive sport, opening up avenues for more adventurous people like Danky Darley. And we'll have more car adventures next time on Rev. Featuring on Celebiz this week as actor and entrepreneur Mauli Gavo. So when it comes to play, the, the brand in itself, which like I said, is, is beyond just the, the club in yeah. Ghana. It's supposed to be aspirational. Okay. It's supposed to be a place where no matter what you have, whether you have money, you don't have money, whether you're rich, whether you're already successful, as long as you have it inside you mm -hmm. that you want to do something with your life, this is a place where people are supposed to gather and sort of share those ideas, network, yeah. see how we can do business together and everything. So the network in itself just tries to bring together like-minded people, people who are African who are trying to do amazing things and then figure out how we can all get together. Yeah. We just use fun and the nightlife and the entertainment part as, a, as an avenue for all of those things to happen. So it is okay. a club, yes, and we okay. do have fun over here. Celebiz shows on Joy News every Sunday at 9 p.m. with a repeat on Thursdays at 10 p.m. Celebiz, exploring life besides fame.
Obviously, it's my first time back in the motherland in over, what? Time. 20 years, like you say. Yeah. Sun's out, and I'm with you. BBC. Wow. So I started radio when I was 15. I just knew that I wanted to do, like, be a DJ. I just, I don't know what it was. I just knew something with Vimy was telling me, like, this is, this is my path. I felt like I was in heaven for a split second because when I looked in front of me, there was an eighty-piece marching band. This was the same marching band that performed at the King's coronation. So they were there, the royal family were there. I look up, I see the blue sky, I, I see the trumpets, the, the noise, the atmosphere. Uh, it, was, it was such a blessing. Uh, and also my family were able to see me DJ. Everyone has a big dream. I wanted to be a bilingual secretary. I wanted to be a doctor. The journey to reach the dream takes miles. It comes with uncertainties. Sometimes, the rain showers making the path of the journey greener. And the Best Entrepreneur Awards by Spotlight. And then also getting picked for a jewelry fair, you know, in Italy. Other times, obstacles struck like a storm, making the path of the journey rough. My dad had passed away. This was maybe like some eight to ten years now. So it was hard for everyone. So I came home earlier than I normally would that fateful Monday after work. And to my surprise, I saw my husband and my mother having sex in our living room. I had always suspected my wife. I felt she had something doing with my little brother. And I walked into a room one day, and there they were, making out. And this is my blood brother. A husband who is a banker will not have sex with me because I denied him my anus. Is he gay? I've been wondering. What is your story? What secret is eating you up? Why are you having continual sleepless nights? Do you need help? Share your story on our powerful new series where real people share their deepest secrets on Prime Morning beginning this September. Drop your stories on our WhatsApp number 055-157-5757. Remember, a problem shared is a problem half solved. And every problem has a solution. of sweating the shower wipe your face i'm not going to eat sweat the anxiety amidst tears and joy finally three institutions have sailed through it's the final showdown which school will emerge the overall winner of the maiden edition of big chef tertiary who takes home the cash prize of 20,000 Ghana cds a 10,000 liter syntax tag and other amazing products from our sponsors the big chef tertiary grand finale is coming to the volta region 
specifically whole technical university campus on sunday october 1 2023 at 4 p.m sharp audience must be seated by 3 p.m come let's celebrate the artistry of cooking audience have a 40 percent say in the grand finale by voting for your favorite institution via the short code star 713 star 208 hash and follow the prompts is it takrati technical university kumasa technical university or whole technical university the battle line has been drawn big chef tertiary is sponsored by frital oil fortune rice indomie access bank and syntax tag big chef tertiary the kitchen has no boundaries joy prime your ultimate experience Hello, beautiful people welcome once again to home tips with mira you know the program is always about home tips diys things you can do yourself and home remedies so today we are looking at the magical uses of onion apart from using onion to cook there are other uses you can use onion to cook your stews your sauces your stir fries or your soup but apart from that there's the other side of the usage of onions that I want to share with you. So let's go for a break and when we come back, I'll share more on onions with you. Onions are one of the most used vegetables in cooking. I believe that even today if you are cooking, you are going to use onion in your food. And there are different kinds of onions. There's a shallot, white onion, yellow onion, and the red or the purple onion. And then we have the spring onion. Depending on what you want to do, if it is for salad, somebody will go for the white onion. If, if it is sandwich, somebody can go for the yellow onion or the red onion. It depends on you. But each of the onions that I have here can be used in your cooking because each one has a distinct flavor. So it's based on your preference. Mostly, I use the shallots for uh, cooking my soup. You know, peeling the shallot is a bit difficult, so I know most people don't like it, but you know, it adds some superb flavors to your meals when you cook with it. And then I have the spring onion. And before I talk about it, I just want to share with you how you can even store your spring onions. That is, if you have them in excess, just make sure that you wash them very well because usually there's sand all over it and you can just chop the onions into pieces and then store it in a ziplock bag and then you keep it in the refrigerator or the freezer make sure that when you are sealing when you get to the latter part you just you don't seal and then you squeeze for all the air to come out before you finally seal it so here it is i've taken all the air out so you keep this in your fridge or your freezer if it goes in the freezer Make sure that when you pick it like this, it goes straight into your stew and don't throw it. Just put it in your stew or however you want to use it. And then you can use this rubber, you know, wrap it around. After you have finished washing it, you can just wrap it in this rubber and keep it in the refrigerator. It can be there for a very long time.
So here you are, you keep this one in the refrigerator, not the freezer, the refrigerator. And what are some of the uses of this spring onion? In fact, you can use it in your stir fries, use it for your stew, you can add it with other herbs or ginger, onion and garlic, and then you blend, keep it in the fridge and use it, you know, to season your meat or marinate, or you can also use it in your green sauces. And one thing that you can also use this for is that when you are pounding your uh, palm nuts for your palm nut soup, your abenquine, you can add this spring onion to the palm nut and pound. It gives it this, um, you know, delicious flavor and aroma when you use it to make your soup. So try and always, you know, when you go to the market, get some of the spring onions and when you come home, use it in your daily cooking. So I told you I was going to show you some magical use of onion. I, maybe some of you know, but others too, I believe this will be something very new. So what you can use your onion for is that you can use it as um, a cough syrup. You know, you can mix the onion with uh, honey and then, you know, you turn it into a cough syrup. So let me show you how you do it. First of all, you try and select fresh onion like I have here. It shouldn't be uh, showing symptoms of rottenness. So you cut it after cutting, then you wash the onion. After you wash the onion, make sure that you pass the onion dry. The water shouldn't be on the onion. And then you cut it into smaller pieces so that we can have a wider surface area of the onion. After you are done, just pack everything into a bottle. I usually prefer using glass bottle. Pack all the chopped onions into the glass bottle. If you cut onions and you know that you, are, you don't have an immediate use for it, please make sure that you cover it because onions are able to absorb um, you know, certain bacteria from the environment. Maybe you are grinding some small pepper and you have such a big onion and you cut half and you put it down, the onion will absorb the uh, bacteria from the environment and it is not so safe for your consumption. So make sure that you either use your onion wholly, use everything up or you get smaller ones that you use. Don't cut and leave it in the open. So I'm pouring my honey on the onion. You see, I have the onion is just like half of the glass. So I'm going to pour the onion for it to be full. So now just shake it a bit. And keep it down. Like I said, you can keep it in your fridge or you can keep it at room temperature and it will not spoil. It will just be there. So long as the honey is there, the, this syrup will also last. And you know, if you're not too comfortable with the onion to be in the honey, wait and after three days just sieve it so that you can just get the onions out and then you'll be left with your mixture but i prefer the onion to be in the mixture as long as it will be there and did you know that you can also use onions for your hair yes you know onions contain sulfur and that is why when you are casting the onions when the sulfur enters your eye then you you know it will sting your eye and then tears will be coming out of your eyes so the sulfur in the onion, especially the red one, it helps so much with hair growth. And you know, what you can do is that just um, cut the onion, maybe grind it or blend it, just blend it raw like that, don't add anything. And then you, when you get the juice, you can just massage it gently into your 
scalp and then you wait for about 30 minutes and then you wash it with mild shampoo it will make sure that you know your hair grows very well and then it, it it will give your hair this shiny look so you can also use onion juice for your hair this is all time will permit us to share so if you want more about the magical uses of onion please go on my youtube page home tips with mira and please subscribe if you haven't done so and you find the video there and please you can also visit me on my facebook page so home tips with mira until i bring another exciting episode your way please keep watching and stay positive Thank you for talking to Joy News. Um, it's been a while uh, because we've not heard from you and from your outfit in a while. So it's a good time to connect with you and to find out how the journey has been so far uh, when it comes to the uh, scholarship secretariat and uh, your agenda of actualizing the president's vision of training more young Ghanaians for the future of this nation. Uh, how, how has the year been for you uh, serving in office here at the scholarship secretariat? Yeah, thanks for having me. It's been, it's been a very tough road. I mean, taking over from an agency that was dead, buried, and forgotten. Uh, it, it has not been an easy road. Like, you know, the thankless nature of uh, public service in our country. Uh, when a young man is given an opportunity, a whole lot of storms are thrown at him or her. So it's not been an easy road, and that was expected. I mean, if you are dealing with uh, a youthful population, uh, as as the data or the statistics clearly shows majority of Ghanaians are youth. Every youth is more or less eligible for scholarship. Uh, you, know, you, you having budgetary constraints, not being able to satisfy everybody, it definitely is not going to be an easy road for you yeah. at all. I see. So it hasn't been easy. Uh, yes, but uh, let, let's go back and look at the journey because you were just pointing out that, I mean, this place was virtually dead. You had to come in and, of course, start the journey of revitalization. Have you put figures to it and have you been able to actually track the progress of work? Yeah. I mean, from an obscure secretariat in terms of physical edifice, mm -hmm. uh, I remember very well when I walked into the corridors of scholarship secretariat some years ago, yeah. uh, I was wondering if that was the place I was really going to work because uh, you could see the session, yeah. the place had been deserted. Mm -hmm. No activity was happening. At the time, we were about 33 staff. We had just about a computer and uh, one laptop, one, uh, one printer. So about 99% of the organization's work was, was manual. And uh, converting this, changing, changing work culture and etiquette, uh, changing mindset to embrace computerization was a very huge leap. Us as an organization, uh, where we are now, we've come a very long way. The figures or the data is overwhelming, and that explains why there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of traction mm -hmm. to the, sec the scholarship secretary right mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. I believe that if we were as dormant as it used to be, we will not be having this attention. Mm -hmm. I mean, back in the days, you hear of scholarship secretariat when students were abandoned in Cuba, in Russia, and so many, so many of such things. Yeah. But over the years especially before COVID. 
we are more we are now more receptive more visible now uh, through our decentralized and automation processes yeah we are now more the public now can assess us i mean you you working over here and seeing more than 200 people queuing here for funding opportunity mm -hmm. gives a clear indication that it's, a, it's an open door. People, we are now more visible. People now can come to us for for, for what form, form of assistance or other. So it's been a very long journey. We have we have we have we have, we have, we have veered into areas that were otherwise not explored. You know, at times people have the 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 curiosity to ask what our mandate really is. Right. But let me put it in context. We are not the only funding institution in Ghana, funding in terms of a scholarship. We have Get Fund, we have GMPC, these are quasi-government agencies. And uh, our existence really, as a secretariat, finds expression in the, in, in, in the directions of, 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 of the first president of this republic. Right. You know, after the exit of the British imperial power, there was the need for Ghanaians to take our destinies into our own hands. Mm. And, uh, Dr. Nkrumah realized that we can only do this if we have a conduit that will, that, 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 that will serve as a 360-degree hub mm -hmm. for the training of the Ghanaian for us to take over our destiny. So essentially, our work is about training. And training can take so many forms. Mm -hmm. It is not that the formal one that we think... Uh, uh, the uh, funding, giving money out. Yes, well, giving money out, yeah, yeah. let's say, to do bachelor's, mm -hmm. to do master's, mm -hmm. to do PhD... CPDs, continuous professional development in the areas that uh, we lack as a nation, we also have opportunity to give. So it's a broad spectrum of activities that ought to have been happening here. Right. These were not happening till His Excellency the President was, was sworn in and, and gave opportunity to us. So we've made a lot of inroads. Okay. I'm talking of one, one computer, one printer, now to almost 100% digitization. The processes have completely Of our processes. Do you see the leap? Mm -hmm. The mindset of moving people from manual ways of doing things. Mm -hmm. And I remember very well, and this is not to demean my, right. my staff, mm -hmm. I remember very well when we started a computerization pro pro program, uh, a work or a task that would have ordinarily okay. taken a, a staff, let's say, through the manual process, mm -hmm. let's say, uh, Two, two hours to do. We're taking, we're taking them like two weeks because we know how to train them on basic Microsoft Office because they're going to be the custodians of the system. And you can't run a system when, where the custodian does not feel part of the system. So that kind of empowerment, the staff had it. And through, thin, through the processes, seeking for funding from uh, our partners, the banks and others, they're able to support us with computers, furniture, and we were able to move the secretariat to where it is now. I must admit, uh, our, our activities or our operations before COVID has not been the same after COVID. We'll talk about the post-COVID because it's a, cr a crucial period for many parents and, in fact, those who are seeking for funding uh, to, to pursue further courses. But uh, let's go back a little bit to talk about the digitization process. It means that almost all your activities now have moved online. The key concern, and this has been over the years, has been about transparency and the openness as well as access to, to your platforms 
and by you know by extension the scholarship scheme how has the agenda of digitization helped to first of all improve access and also you know uh, brought about transparency here at the scholarship secretary I remember when I was being taken through the process of the scholarship secretary when I assumed office mm. the first question I asked them was how do you assess needs do you reduce you to <laughs> assess needs which means that it was, it was a challenge. So I believe that accessibility through decentralization, accessibility through uh, automation, brings some form of transparency and inclusiveness. Because hitherto, we were not even seen. And our media engagements over the years also helps in disseminating the, the grand agenda that there's a need to be more transparent there's a need to, to be more accessible and there's a need to be more inclusive in our activities. So these are thematic areas which are not one-off events. They are processes, level of uh, participation takes a while. Three years ago or five years ago, it wasn't like today. There's been great improvement and it's something that we are, we are, we are working towards. I wouldn't say that we have achieved 100% inclusiveness. We have achieved 100% uh, accessibility and we have achieved 100% transparency. No, especially in the, in the era of social media where people do all sorts of things to attract unsuspecting victims, it provides a challenge. Yeah. We, have, we, have, we have had a very, very hard hit at this where our main scholarship domain itself, the Ghana Scholarship Secretariat.com, has been, has been taken off because... Hard? Yes, no, not hacked. Okay. Because Sebastian Gorka here. I'm living a very blessed life as an intelligence analyst, a national talk show host and author, and I have an amazing family. But like many of us, aches and pains start to interfere with living my best life, even just walking the dog. But I found Relief Factor three years ago, a 100% drug-free solution for aches and pains, and now I'm pain-free and I have my life back. I take Relief Factor every day. Relief Factor can help your body fight the inflammation that causes joint and muscle pain and other aches and pains that come with everyday life. Treat yourself to feeling better, move more, live more, and just enjoy your life more with Relief Factor. Join me and more than half a million other Americans. Get started today with your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. Almost 70% of those who order go on to use it more. ReliefFactor.com. That's ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference with Relief Factor. Certain individuals were using it to scam unsuspecting Ghanaians. There was a lot of reports which we initiated by ourselves, so they had to take it away from us. So it is very difficult to say that we have achieved 100% transparency. Okay, so your, your domain has been seized or blocked as of now? Yeah, it's been blocked as of now by uh, Zinita. Yes. So Nita has, has, has frozen or either blocked it? It, 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 it it's been blocked. Completely. Completely. And now we are, we are, we are moving to .gov. Okay, then, so you would have to switch your domain. Yes. Uh, what, you know, models did these unsuspecting individuals, you know, deploy <laughs> to, to swindle, you know, the numbers? That uh, you're there, there, about? It's several. Mm-hmm. And you know, fosters will always be steps ahead of right. you because our preoccupation is not to chase fosters. But they employ the social media too. Okay. That's, that's, that's the online where they've created LinkedIn 
account in my name. They've created Twitter account in my name. And they're able to, every activity that we get involved in, right. they're able to put pictures and videos there to, to, to portray to unsuspecting uh, victims that it is indeed Your account. my account. Right. Or the account of the scholarship secretariat. Which is, not, which is not true. We've reported it severally through the newspapers, through, through our, our website, the .org. Oh, yeah. We have reported. But there's something, I think, fundamentally wrong with our culture and that of the Ghanaian. We, we still feel that if you approach a public office and you don't know that somebody, you may not be able to assess the services of, of that particular office. We've reported, so they use Twitter, they use LinkedIn, they use Facebook, and these are people who have huge followers, over 20,000 followers, picking money from, uh, from, uh, from these uh, members of the public. We only get to know when they get to a point where they must, they, they, they must give credence to their, their nefarious activity. That is the, the letter, where they must have the, the a scholarship letter. That is where they go further to even issue fake award letters. In your name. In, the in name. my name. In the name of this it looks, it looks just like the original that we did. But there are a lot of validation processes that goes through for oh, you yes. to have your visa to travel. Not just our side. Yeah. Our side, the embassies, the embassies. Mm -hmm. So it is, and the schools themselves. Right. Because ordinarily, you should have an admission into, into a school. Uh, you should have a scholarship letter. Mm -hmm. The school will validate it mm -hmm. and give you an immigration document to present to the, to the embassy. So it's, it is at that point it is that, at, at that most of the it, people get to? Yes. So when the schools ask for validation from us, right. being very cautious of the Data Protection Act in the in various countries and right. that of Ghana, mm -hmm. there's a way that we do with them. When they ask for, and we raise the flag, that this is not coming from us, because we have our own systems of checking. Mm -hmm. The schools are, not on, are unable to continue with the issuance of the immigration document to allow you to go to the embassy. There are few instances where the schools do not do the checks with us. And they issue the immigration document for them to go to the embassy. The embassy will check with us. If an outliner occurs, where where the embassy does not also does not also check does not also check with us, but also even go ahead and issue the visa to the Ghanaian. The last checkpoint is where when you get to your place of study. Getting to your place of study, the Ghana embassies over there will check with us for the payment of the scholarship uh, commitment. It is at that point that they get to. They get to. Do, do you still receive these reports? Because uh, we're learning on, for instance, the use of a LinkedIn account, for instance, which is which has pictures. I mean, your pictures, pictures of other officials on the said page, and these individuals use that page to, yes. you know, deal with other students. Do you continue to receive reports? Yes, we continue to receive. Mm. Personally, a lot of people that don't know me will want to check with me. That guy is fake. We have issued a lot of uh, a lot of uh, bulletin to let Ghanaians know that these accounts that are being used on social media, they are they are fake accounts. They are swindling you. They are scammers. But 
most people will not listen. And now, the embassies that do not go through these processes with us, and these, uh, will I say, fosters, they have the temerity to even come and pose as visitors in our office here, just like you met so many people at the reception. They come and they're able to lure their, their victims to this place. The people get to the premises or on our premises. They call them. They meet them outside to, to create the, the picture that they really work here. And they, they, they close their activities. We'll show you a fourth file of instances of people who have reported to us. People, they send them messages that they should come for interview mm. and they'll be invited through the same medium or the, through the same media that they used in getting them. Right. They, should, they, should, they should come for interview today, today, today. I'm sure over the 200 people seated wanting to come and see me. Mm -hmm. You have about three or ten of them wow. who have been scheduled by their their fosters to come for an interview here. So it's, it's, it's a complex and complicated situation to deal with. A service that over 10 million Ghanaian youth are eligible. At times you can't blame them too much because uh, Everybody wants to be given an opportunity to, to improve themselves. Yeah. But, but you are beginning to pay the price for it, even if not you, the entire institution. Um, accusations upon accusations, first of all, starting with some of your officers. You hear students out there accusing your officers of, you know, either abetting some of these fraudulent activities. Have you taken time to audit or perhaps carry out some investigations within your own setup to see if some of your officers might be complicit in these accusations. Yes, internally, when we hear such things, like I said, we try to invite the so-called uh, victims to the fore. And when they appear before, the few instances that uh, they, they mentioned staff, you realize that the names they are mentioned, and none of them even works here. Other instances where they mention staff correctly, and you let them, you do, you parade six staff to show which of them is um, oh, yeah. you do that sometimes. Yes. To point out. Yes, that is where you have cooperating people who have been scammed. Mm -hmm. Those who cooperate and want to go through the process right. with you, then at that point, we have no option but to report to the police. If you go to the ministry's police station, if you go to the Waik police station, if you go to Cantonment's police station, if you go to the if you go to the police headquarters, we have complaints. But it is it it is bigger issue that the Secretariat cannot fight it alone. I remember we appeared before the Finance Committee of Parliament, mm -hmm. and I told them that we needed help. We needed help. Because my, my, my job is not to be chasing fraudsters. Mm -hmm. <laughs> my job, actually, right. is to award scholarships to deserving Ghanaians in any fields of, that has to do with training. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what we do. But these are risks that are inherent in the operation of your activities. Mm -hmm. Last so, few years, we had uh, RTI got to us because there was a petition from Fourth Estate. I, I was about asking asking for data. Yeah. We provided them with the data, and they should do the profiling. Mm -hmm. In fact, if I want to go into the nuances, so you've submitted that. Data. Oh, long and, ago. and you are willing to publish. Uh, well, it doesn't lie. It doesn't lie. If I publish once the RTI yeah. has it, whatever right. they want to do, they can they, do. They can use okay. it. But if I want to get into it, mm -hmm. I'll tell you that the city inherited. Mm -hmm was highly skilled
towards a certain direction by virtue, by virtue of ethnicity and other things. How do you and say... These are claims you can back? Oh, yes, we can. Cuba. Cuban scholarship 250 in 2012. We can, we have it. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's tangential. Right. Well, I've really lost my thought. Right. Uh, we, 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 how do you say somebody has come to decentralized scholarship and still think that that person is promoting chronism and skillness? Mm -hmm. I mean, <laughs> especially when you are hearing it from high ranking people, parliamentarians, even our, our party people. My party brought me here, mm -hmm. and even the opposition. It, 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 it kind of beats That's my true. imagination. Mm -hmm. But ah, I've set up a district scholarship mm -hmm. review committee for local scholarship, which has the district chief executive, the member of parliament or his or, his or her rep, uh, a, a member from the, the traditional authority that is dominant within the district, two people from our office here, and a rep from a tertiary institution or a GES district at a district level to, to do some form of assessment right. or validation before it comes to us. Mm -hmm. And you are, you, are, you, are, you, are, you are attacking me of uh, nepotism. I come from the Eastern region. I come from Chebi. And if somebody, there's a name that comes from the disassembly in uh, 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 Gonja or uh, uh, Elembele. Do I have relatives in Elembele? I don't have my family people coming from Elembele. I don't have them coming from uh, uh, Ashanti region. I'm from the East region. I'm from Chini. For instance, looking at the data that you su uh, supplied to the fourth estate, if we are to do the tabulation, will we see any active decision, managerial-wise, to skew the numbers much more to where you come from? For instance, JV, as you're pointing out. Would, <laughs> the, would, the, would the data indicate that or otherwise? I, I doubt. Mm. I doubt.